Hey, it's Melody with Melody of Soul. Back for another little tool for you. This has been a big request from my clients, so I just figured this would be an easier way to access it. Do you ever have that behavior where you're getting too close to what you say you really want? Whether it's money or love or abundance or freedom or joy and you're really starting to feel it and you've been saying, this is what I want, this is what I want in my life, this is how I want my life to look. And the closer you get, the more fear and anxiety and discomfort and anger and resentment and these weird icky feelings start to come up and you think this is not right oh this doesn't feel good I don't I don't know what this is I don't know what to do with it and you start unconsciously unraveling the thing maybe you start making excuses maybe you start withdrawing maybe you start fights maybe you start self-doubting Maybe you get into complete disorder and disarray. Maybe you cause an injury to yourself. That happens a lot. Maybe you just kind of start freaking out and thinking, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then you begin to unravel it and lose it. And maybe this pattern has happened to you over and over and over. You know what this is? This is your self-sabotage cycle. So today, let's talk about the steps that you can go through when that feeling begins to come up again. Here are your steps to stop your self-sabotaging cycle. All right, step number one. The first thing to do, and this is part of the pattern, is to be aware and to recognize the feeling that happens. That very first emotion, whether it's anger or resentment or anxiety or discomfort, or it's your manifestation of fear. And everybody feels it differently. But I will say that I found with my clients that it's always the same fear trigger for them. Maybe they start to feel suffocated. That's a word I hear a lot. Or they start to get anxious about something. Or they start a resentful pattern. It's always one feeling that continuously hits first. So step number one, and I would recommend writing all these down as you go through these steps, is recognizing the emotion or the feeling that is your first trigger moment. It might be that you're having a great meal with the person that you love and you're finally glad that this person is coming to your life and it's so amazing and you're so happy. And then all of a sudden, you don't know what happens, but over dinner, you start feeling really weird and you start picking apart everything they're saying and you kind of get a little irritated and angry. Yeah, that's your trigger. That's the first one. That person is doing nothing to you. They're just being them. The only thing they are doing to you is delivering to you exactly what you want. If you want love, why in the world do we turn it into hate? Why in the world do we turn it into betrayal? Why in the world do we turn them into our enemy? 
because we are afraid deep down inside that we are unworthy to receive the thing that we want, to have it, and to keep it. Step number two. You want to notice what are your patterns? What are your reflexive actions to this emotion? What are the things that follow? So when you start to get resentful, do you start picking them apart? Do you start comparing them to someone else in your life that you felt did the same thing to you? Do you compare them to other situations? Do you actually just act out in a way that you know is going to hurt them just to see how they respond to it? Remember, a lot of times these are very unconscious. They're reflexive. They're reactive. They're reactive to your emotion. They're not reactive to anything that person is doing. So take the person out of the equation. Stop blaming them. Another big thing that I see is people start making excuses of why this thing is not the thing that they said they wanted. It didn't show up the way they wanted. It didn't have everything that they wanted. They're focusing on the parts that aren't there yet because they're not really sure that they can maintain the parts that are there. Deep down inside, there's a part of them that's asking, you know, this is what I said I wanted and this is awesome, but I really don't know if I have the energy to keep this up. I don't know if I have the wherewithal. I, I feel like they're going to find out that I'm a fraud. I'm somebody else. I'm not the nice person they think I am. They're, I'm not worth this person. I'm not worth this love. I'm not worth this money. I'm not worth this job. I'm not worth all the things that are coming to me that I totally said I wanted. Yeah. They all come. Maybe you show up as self-doubting. Disorder. Disorganization. Maybe you've made the money and now you are just frivolously spending it. Or you do something dumb. We all do something dumb when we're in these moments. We have all this extra money and then we wreck our car. <laughs> Or we injure ourselves, or we injure someone else, or we go blow it on a shopping spree, or we get stupid drunk one night. <laughs> a lot of times these behaviors are excess behaviors. They're not our norm, and they're very destructive. So number one is to be aware of the feeling. Number two is to chart out your patterns of the actions that follow. Do this based off of any other time you self-sabotaged. And a good way to figure that out is when have I been in a situation where I was really happy and I had exactly what I said I wanted and then it started falling apart? Take responsibility in that moment because that's the only way we get to fix things. It's the only way we get to come up with a solution that doesn't put us back in the same revolving cycle. All right, number three, this is really important because once you've charted those two things out and you know what your pattern is, you may actually find yourself right in the middle of it. And if you do, 
If you find yourself in the emotion, if you find yourself in any of the actions at any stage, stop, drop, be still, and breathe. Do nothing. In order to stop a pattern of action, you've got to stop it. And I'm not going to tell you to do the opposite because that's going to feel even weirder. At this moment, in step number three, I want you to just stop, drop, be still, and breathe. And I'm going to tell you this step is going to be very uncomfortable because you're not used to it. It's not your cycle. It's not your pattern. But you know what? The cycle and pattern that you've been in is not getting you what you want. It's getting you further and further away from your dreams. From your dream partner, from your dream finances, from your dream freedom, from your dream happiness, from your dream life. So as long as you are uncomfortable in step number three, just the breathing and the sitting and doing nothing, as long as you're uncomfortable in that, I want you to stay there. If that means you are about to text someone, you're about to call them, you're about to say something, you're about to send an email, whatever it is, you are about to handle this. Mm. Don't. Just put the phone down. Don't respond. You are not in a place where you're going to respond in a conscious way. You are in an old pattern and an old pattern that does not serve you. You might do this with friends or family members. You might even just do it with yourself. You might do it with, I really want to get in shape and I made a gym schedule and I booked a trainer and I'm eating better, but I just don't know if I can keep this up and I don't know if this is for me and it's been really hard and I don't feel like my trainer is doing their job and what I'm eating I really don't like. So you know what I think I'm gonna do? I'm feeling pretty resentful about the whole situation, so I'm going to do the same thing I always do. I'm going to buck the system that I created. Let me just point that out. And I'm going to buck the goals that I establish that are what I want. And I'm going to go the other way, and I'm going to blame everybody else for it. And I'm going to make myself feel good in this moment, even though it it totally is going to make me feel like hell tomorrow. So in step number three, you're going to be uncomfortable and you're going to sit there until you're not. You're going to sit there until you're neutral. You're not charged either way. And this is the most rewarding step. Because once you get on the other side of that emotion, that trigger, that pull, once you say no to that chocolate for just a few minutes longer, or you say yes to that workout for just a few minutes longer, or you hold your tongue at dinner just a little bit longer and get yourself to a comfortable space, go to the bathroom, stop, drop, be still and breathe. And you don't walk back until you are no longer in discomfort because that is like an irritated little wild animal ready to pounce. And it's not helpful. It's not helpful to you. It's not helpful to your life. Step number four. Find a stability point. Something to anchor into. This is once you've passed that place of discomfort. This can also help you in that place of discomfort. But what I don't want you to do is start using this anchor point as another excuse. 
as another place that you're like, I have to get there. I have to be, I have to do this if I'm going to calm down. No. The anchor point and the stability point is really just to give you some grounding. You got to get through the discomfort. You got to get through the irritated animal, right? If you've ever come up on a creature that has not had the best life and has suffered, let's face it, animals, they really have no ill will at all. There is no malice in them. There is survival and there is love and there is mating and there is eating. and You know how loving dogs and cats and creatures are. But when we as humans have really roughed up their life, it's hard to approach one of those animals that have been through a lot of trauma. And that's who you are in that moment. You've been through a lot of trauma. And it's not the person that's coming to approach you right now. It's someone else. Somewhere else in your life. And these patterns were created for protection. These patterns were created so you wouldn't be hurt again. But now we're throwing them in a very generic and stereotypical way on everyone. And it's harming us. So in that moment that you feel like an abused animal, just just get yourself to that moment where you just feel neutral and you can breathe and you can just take a moment and then find this anchor point and it might be a thing it might be for some people it's water for some people it's the earth putting their feet on the earth for some people it's a hand gesture holding their hands in a certain way or touching certain fingers together I have a whole meditation on this that talks you through what the mudras are For some people, it's a place on their body that they can just rest their hands, their heart, or their belly, or their forehead, or the back of their neck. For some people, it's the way that you stand. You get your spine nice and tall, and you get your chest open, you put your hands on your hips, and you look up. For some people, it's a crystal, or a necklace, or a pendant. For some people, it's a word, or a thought. Grace love kindness for some people it is their their creature their pet think of your dog think of your cat when i was younger it used to be to rub my kneecaps <laughs> when i would get nervous even sometimes i would kiss them and as i found out later there's a huge nerve spot just behind the kneecap And so I was just soothing myself with touch. Whatever that is for you, find that anchor point. So once you've found your neutrality, now come. Okay, so let's recap. Step number one is awareness and recognition of the feeling. Step number two, recognize your patterns, write them down. What are your reflexive actions, your reactive actions? What do you do once you feel this way? What's your series of events? Number three, stop, drop, be still, and breathe. Number four, 
find your stability point or your anchor. And now the final step, number five. Once you are in this grounded state, you've gotten through the discomfort, you've gotten neutral, you've found your anchor point, you're giving yourself some comfort so that you can ground in. Now, I want you to ask yourself, you can do this in a mirror if you're in a public place. I highly recommend when you're not, journal all these things. You will get very, very good at finding your own patterns. What am I afraid of in this situation? What am I afraid of will happen or not happen? And what if it happens? What if this person is not the person I think they are? What, what, what if they let me down? What if they don't understand me? What if I lose all the money I've made? What if I do something stupid? What are all your what ifs? And then explore them. Okay? If you do that, if that happens, if this occurs, then what? What's on the other side of that? Because that is where fear really sticks us. Because there was a time when this whole cycle was created in your lifetime or your previous lifetimes, whatever, whatever comes up for you, that you didn't have control of the next step. There was uncertainty. There was a part that you didn't know what was going to happen. And what did happen was terrifying. And for some unconscious reason, we keep programming that same thing that that's going to happen again. So guess what it does? We create our own reality by the focus that we put on our thoughts. And too often, we are focused on the bad because we don't want to go through that again. That is our survival mechanism. But we forget on the other side of that, we are the creators of our reality because we can focus on what could happen. What could I change? What could I do about it? I now have control. So once you've asked yourself, what am I afraid of? Okay, what if it happens? Then what? Then decide what you want to happen. <laughs> Rewrite it. Rewrite the past by writing a new future. And then rehearse it. Rehearse. Okay. You know what? This has happened before. And this is what happened. So if that happens again, how am I going to do it differently this time now that I am in control? How am I going to influence this? And then rehearse it and rehearse it and rehearse it. And in that you will find your ease. You will find your joy. You will find your control. You'll find everything you need in that rehearsal. And as you find your ease, I want to ask you and I want to challenge you to allow it to happen. Now, I know 
when we get to that step, a lot of people, they automatically get anxious again. They go back into the trigger response because they're like, (gasps) okay, I can think about it and I can maybe rehearse it and I can come up with some other solutions and maybe I can be easeful in it in a moment, but I I just don't know if I can allow it. I I just don't know. Melody, that seems like asking a lot for me. And I say, okay, okay, okay. Just back up, back up. Go back to step one. You're getting that same feeling, right? Yeah. Okay. What's what's the next thing that happens? What are your reflexive actions? I start resenting it. Okay. Because you're going to start resenting my advice. <laughs> they're like, oh, that's true. Or you're going to start withdrawing from me. Or you're going ar- to get argumentative with me. Or you're going to be like, oh, no, I, I can't do that. Or, or you're going to be like, oh, there's, there's too much to think about. Okay. All right. All right. You know what your pattern is. So I'm going to ask you to go into step three right now. Stop. Drop. Be still. Breathe. Sit with your discomfort about it. Sit with the discomfort that maybe, maybe, maybe you could allow something different to happen. You could allow yourself to be happy and abundant and joyful and wealthy and in love. You could allow that. Okay, I want you to sit in step three. Stop. Breathe. Sit with yourself until you find your ease or at least neutrality. Then find your anchor point. Then go back to step number five. What are you afraid of? Okay, what if you do allow it? Then what? Rehearse it. And do this over and over and over again. Because as long as it took to create the cycle, maybe as long as it will take to unravel the cycle. But I can tell you that what you do consciously is so much more dramatically effective than what you do unconsciously. So stay conscious in this. And if you really want to change your life, if you really want to change what's been happening, stay here. All right, that's all for today. I hope that's helped you guys in some way. And thank you for those requests. And thank you for listening. Thanks for joining me here at Melody of Soul Eclectic Journey Podcasts. To find out more or to see more things that are going on in Melody of Soul, join me at Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Melody of Soul International, M-E-L-O-D-Y-O-F-S-O-U-L International. Thanks, and I'll see you there.